Hey guys, and welcome to Goodversations, a collection of honest, deep dive conversations with talented voices in the theater industry. My name is Alexandra, and I'm joined today by Natalie Green. With four national tours and lots of theater credits to her name, she was most recently in the touring production of Hair and will be making her West End debut in The Prince of Egypt in 2020. Natalie and I sat down to talk all about Hair, traveling with the show, and that one time when the cast did a performance of Hair in front of 200 naked audience members. Be sure to follow Natalie on Twitter at Nat underscore green and follow Goodversations for more episodes of the show. Here's my conversation with Natalie Green. Thank you so much for joining me on the podcast today. <laughs> so why don't we kick things off by you telling us who you are, what do you do and all that good stuff. Okay, so I'm Natalie Green. <laughs> um, I've just finished coming off from tour with hair and I'm going into the Prince of Egypt, which I'm really excited about. Amazing. And hopefully yeah. we can talk a little bit about yeah, that later absolutely. as well. So, but how did musical theatre come into your life? Um, my family aren't musical at all. My dad can't, bless his heart, clap in rhythm. Um, or dance or do anything um, my mum can kind of hold a tune when she hoovers They've, there's always been music playing in my house and when I was a kid I couldn't sit still for two seconds and my friend's, my mum's friend sorry, her daughter wanted to go to a dance school and she said oh can, can that come with her because she wants a friend, she's a bit shy so anyway I ended up going with her they had an agency on there and I went up for this show called Whistle Down the Wind and I ended up getting in, in, into the show and um, I was like, oh my God, this is really good. I, I'm having so much fun. And everyone around me was like, oh my God, you've got a gorgeous little voice. You know, this is amazing. I was like, oh, I want to do this when I'm older. And it kind of just started from there because my mum was a nurse and I used to want to be a nurse. So it just happened by accident. Amazing. And what was your favourite show growing up? Oh, um, I think one of, the, one of the first shows I saw was Les Mis. I loved Classic. Les, yeah, I loved Les Mis. And then Whistle Down the Wind. And then... Um, I saw Buddy, and I loved Buddy. I remember seeing that, and I loved it. That's amazing. And now, you've been with the tribe, actually, with mm-hmm. Hair, um, on and off for the last couple of years. Yeah. So what was it that drew you to Hair in the first place, and that kept you wanting to come back? Um, I love Hair for what it stands for. All free, freedom. There's a line in the show, it says, um, do what you want, be who you want to be, as long as you're not hurting anyone. And I think that's just so important, especially today. Um, I love the songs. There's so many different genres of songs and music in that show. There's blues, there's jazz, there's rock. So it was it was a show that I could really get my teeth stuck into. And also the part that I'd got give, been given um, was a lovely showcase for me as a performer. So it was something completely different. One minute I'm, you know, singing it a classical song or you know style and then the next minute I'm singing rock and and I loved that it was it was nice to get you know be very versatile amazing and for those who aren't familiar with the musical can you just kind of start by telling us a little bit about the show and the characters that you've played we are a tribe we are rebelling against um the war that's happening in Vietnam there's a lot of people from the American army that were being forced to go and fight and the tribe is fighting against that. 
and saying to people, we don't want a war. We just want peace. We want love and we want freedom. Claude, the guy that plays Claude, we see his family. Um, he's being brought up very well and they are very old-fashioned. They expect him to do right and they think the right thing is to go off to war. Uh, it's, it's, just, it's just such a great show. It's, it's lovely. It is. It's, I keep listening to the uh, cast recording at yeah. least once a week because I just think yeah. the music's brilliant. It is. It's so lovely. What is it like performing that every night? Um, hard work. <laughs> I love it, um, but it is hard work. It does take a lot out of you and uh, the two show days but I, um, were, were quite tiring. Um, but you know it's what we love doing what did you find to be the most challenging aspect of it? um well we never left the stage so um like everyone we have tired days i think those days were the hard days where you had to give everything you and you can't hide you're 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 you are seen so you can't you you have to be on it 24 7 and i think those were the those are the times when it was hard and also it is vocally um exhausting as well you know um, like I said before there's so many di different genres of um, music that we sing and um, it was it was quite interesting finding a balance how how to look after your voice and sing that those that show eight times a week yeah. absolutely and it's also immersive apparently mm, very, you yeah. know you get people on stage yeah. afterwards so yeah so how was that um, just you know what I, I loved it there was a few times when there were so many people on stage and I'm quite short and I was like oh my god can anyone see me I was no don't squish me but um it was lovely and there was people coming coming up to you saying I remember 50 years ago when I watched the show and this has been brilliant and it's brought back so many memories and so that was lovely and there was a real lovely following of the show. Did you see the revival in 2010? I didn't. didn't. And I was so upset because they weren't here for a lot. They were only here for a short amount of for, time. Yeah, yeah, for a little bit. And, um, and I was gutted. I don't know why. I can't remember why I couldn't see it but I remember the, all the posters being up and I was like, and because you've been with the show in lots of contrasting environments, mm -hmm. did different layers of the storyline start revealing themselves along the way? Like, did you see the show differently as you kept growing with it? Um, no, well, our director, Jonathan Boyle, was, I think he was amazing. We really workshopped the show and he really drummed it into us what we were, um, what we wanted to achieve and what we wanted to show. And the thing for me, I think, because we did it in three different theatres, um, the vaults was quite um, intense. It was very intimate. Whether when we were on tour, we, we didn't have that intimacy with everyone because you know there was loads of people that were further back. We knew exactly what was going on within the story from from the get go, and I don't think anything really changed. We always knew and what we wanted to, um, to make the show, but the theatres made a big difference. Did having new cast members change the dynamic for you a um, little bit? Um, it brought a different kind of energy. The Claude on tour, Paul played it a bit more forceful, whether Rob was a bit more kinder. So it was nice to see it from those different ways because they did bring different energies and that was lovely. What kind of energy do you think, did you try to put in the show? I wanted to be portrayed as someone that was happy in the tribe and quite a positive person. In my head, I looked up to Sheila and she was the, the, the lead and the, the protester and um, I hope that came across. I wanted to, you know, she was like my role model. 
And even though obviously there is a very solid and political point to the show, mm-hmm. um, I always perceive hair to be this mad explosion of energy almost. Yes. Yeah. Um, and it's amazing that you guys, you know, took it everywhere pretty much yes. in the UK. So yeah. can you just share a couple of your fondest memories from the 50th anniversary tour? Ooh, um, what on stage or socially? <laughs> Either one will do. Um, you know what? The, the best thing about doing hair is I've made such great friends. Some of, some of them are my my nearest and dearest and they're like my family now um so you know what tour was lovely you got to tour around you get to see great places and you get to show the country this ball of energy i loved the whole oh, the intimate <laughs> the vaults we had um, a naked um uh evening uh that was interesting i don't know do you know about that no do tell Tars, ho. um I don't know if it's... I can't remember what they're called or what they call themselves, but they just like getting naked. And um, they called our producers and said, look, you know, this is what we like to do. We'd love to come and see the show naked. So they went, okay. As you do. As you do. So um, they were like, yeah, of course, we'll do a late showing. So I... Um, when we got told, I was like, oh, sorry, sorry, what? Uh, so the, the audience are going to get naked. They're like, yeah, they do it all the time. So they got their little towels and they sat on the bench and they got naked and we did the show in front of 200 naked people. But I had to have a peep beforehand because I would have got the nervous giggles. So that's that, that was um, an experience. Wow. That's, that will uh, definitely be remembered. <laughs> I feel like if you can do that, you can do anything. Well, you know when you get nervous, they say, don't, don't you? When you get nervous, yeah. just imagine everyone's naked. And I was like, well, what do I do now? Exactly. <laughs> Oh. oh wow just me and my friend Liam I couldn't look oh I actually do have a story so I can't look at him because I laugh there's always someone who you meet on, on a show and you can't look at them because they're just even me thinking about him makes me laugh anyway so we were at the vaults and um, uh, a song a solo was going on and I heard, we heard this groaning in the in the audience and I looked at him and I thought oh god I've just looked at him I'm gone so I'm trying not to laugh because it's quite an intimate moment. And then we hear this another groan. And I hit see this guy almost fitting. And I was like, oh my God. So we're in this American accent. And no one, because of the staging, there wasn't that many front of house people near or could see where I, I could see. And I saw this guy fit in. So I went, stop the show, my Essex accent. Stop the show, quick help, we need some water. And anyway, we got this guy out and we left. He left. It turned out he'd had too much weed. Oh and God. He'd taken a bit, and he'd gone into a bit of a seizure, and he just. So anyway, yeah, that's a, that was quite funny. It wasn't funny at the time, but once we knew that he was okay, it was funny. But I couldn't look at my friend Liam. I just can never look at him because he just makes me laugh so much. Oh my gosh! I feel like you've definitely had some colourful experiences. We've had some colourful experiences. Yeah. So, what was the audience reaction like from city to city? Did it differ, or yes, they did differ. Um, places like. Cheltenham, Sunderland were quite reserved. Whether Birmingham and Manchester, they loved. You know, they loved it. We went to Cologne in Germany, um, and they loved it. They that was mate That was amazing. Actually, that was another highlight for me. Actually, thinking about it, I forgot. I can't believe I forgot about it. It was incredible. They were just yeah. They loved it. They were on their feet, screaming. I felt like a, a rock star. Who knew that people in I, Germany knew the show? I, honestly, I did not know we would get the reaction that we got. And it was amazing. It was a great buzz. It was really good. 
Amazing. Yeah, it was fun. Did you have any like stage door experiences throughout the tour? Yeah, it's, it's lovely because you do get your little fans that come and follow you and they see you at stage door and then you see the kids. There was one little girl, I can't remember her name, and she dressed up as Claude and she was so sweet. And everyone's just like, thank you, thank you for, you know, making me happy and, and it's lovely. And then you're like, that's why I do what I do, you know, it's, it was really lovely. Yeah, really I've fun. spoken with a lot of people actually about hair and all of them have pretty much said that their parents love the show. Mm. They, they do was that something that you saw quite a bit yeah you, oh, yeah you forget how long the show has been running on for you um and the kids yeah they, they do they're like i remember my mum used to play this to me when i was younger and it's lovely and some people are like i didn't even know about it but i will remember this for the rest of my life and i think the reaction is still the same from it when it was then to now you know mm-hmm. um and it was just nice for the older ones going thank you for I remember that I had such a good time then and you know I lived that life I was living when that was happening and it was it was lovely I guess it's also interesting for them to to see it when they were younger and how they perceived it then yes, yeah. versus now I mean I don't think we have the shock factor as much as it it did 50 years ago you know we've got the Facebook and Instagram and you know programs that um you see naked people on there, you see, you know, people kissing and whatever, whether before that was a bit of a shock factor back in the day. Sure. So I don't, I, I think that was, that's the only difference. You know, people came to see the show and they get naked. Okay, they get naked. Whether back in the day, they're like, oh my God. I, I think apparently they got arrested. The cast got arrested. Did they? I think, yeah, I, I may be wrong, but um, I think they got arrested. What, on Broadway? Yeah. In the 60s? Yeah, the very, very first time they did, ever did that. Yeah. Wow. Which, thank God we didn't. Otherwise, I'd be like, can I put my clothes back on first? <laughs> I heard that they were all pretty much stoned the whole... Yes, I heard that yeah. too. I wouldn't have been able to do that. Rock and roll. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I wish I was that rock and roll. <laughs> I, but I feel like the show has definitely stood the test of time. And, and it is, as I mentioned, you know, the songs are amazing mm-hmm. and, and the storyline is very relevant still. Mm-hmm. So what's your own favorite part of the show? Ooh, um, I love the trip. I love the trip. I think it's amazing. Um, I think the way it was directed was very clever. So that whole section, which is pretty much the second act of the show. And to those who haven't seen the show, like what happens in that? You're literally in a trip. Um, we see um, there's we see people like there was three Buddhas. I don't know if you know they they burnt themselves. They set themselves on fire in protest. Um, so we they were in the they're in the trip. You see Indians that are in the trip. You see people dying and then they're alive again. Um, we're in a a gospel church we're, we're everywhere and it's just like it's just it's coming and going you're seeing a buddha you're seeing an indian you're seeing someone fall in love you're seeing someone kill someone it, it, all in like the space of what 20 minutes 30 minutes it's like what has gone on and then once the trip is over i think the audience are like what just happened <laughs> what what and um, and i think if the audience have done a little bit of research then it kind of does make sense because it is a bit of, it is a bit confusing i love it amazing and what's your favorite song from the show um i love what a piece of work is man i love that i, I love think it's too. really beautiful i love aquarius yeah I love manchester england yes i, love I got life i love 3500 yes flesh flesh fresh flesh failures yes um, i love oh, i love the beginning amazing. of that Base. And because hair portrays a very specific time in history, do, how do you think it resonated with people today? We're very open now that we can talk about 
gay, straight, transgender, you know, so on and so forth, and that we're more open about it and that we can speak about it more because it wasn't spoken about, you know, when this first came out. Um, and I think that's really important and really special. And it's making people talk. It's making people feel free and be literally who they want to be. Yeah. Um, yeah. I love the fact that a musical, a, a piece of theatre, can inspire yeah. action, can inspire yeah. Well, it says a lot, doesn't it, if it's been yeah. going on for 50 years and people are still coming out going, thank you so much, and, and it's resonating with, with children and still the adults. So it does. It's, the, the show says a lot for itself. Amazing. So what were some of the things that you learned about your own self as you were doing this show? As a performer, um, I had to get naked in the show. Um, and I'm sure like loads of people are very body conscious and um, I didn't think I'd be able to do it. But at the time I was like, I really want to do this show and I'm going to have to do it. Um, and once we had done it a few times, you, it was fine. It was like, yeah, this is me, actually. So oh. so that that was a nice little learning curve and good for me, personally. Tour is completely different to, to town. Um, that tour is hard. And actually, on that note, what is something that you wish people knew about performing with a touring production? I think people forget that we have chosen to be away from our families and our friends, and we're living either sometimes in someone else's house. Um, and it can be quite... And tour can be really difficult... It can be, and I think um, people actually need to talk about it a bit more, because I don't think people do. We just see the show. People just see the show. But it's important to know what's happening behind behind the scenes and what we do. Um, but also, it's amazing, because we get to see other places and explore, and you do become really close with people in a short amount of time. So there's the pros and cons with, tour, with touring. Um, and you have to be quite brave, actually, to, yeah. to leave everything and just embark on that journey. Yeah, absolutely. Because you have to be... You can't go far from the theatre because, you know, if, you get, if you're on a train and you're stuck, you're, you ain't getting to the theatre. So, um, so, and how long did you guys tend to stay in, kind of, this, this city? This show was a week. So we were doing eight shows a week and then we were travelling to our next venue. So weekly touring was hard. I, I did struggle at times because I didn't know when to have my rest day. Um, you know, would you, do you travel on, your, on the Sunday, which is technically your rest day, or do you travel on the Monday and then do a show in the evening? So it was a bit, it, that was hard to juggle about, but um, just got to listen to your body. And for someone who's perhaps thinking about going on tour for the mm -hmm. first time, what would you say to that person? Um, I would say, I, I would plan at least half of your digs or where you want to stay before you, you go off. Um, and just be very organised. It's just, yeah, it is. I'm not an organised person, so I probably struggled the first few times. But you do, you get into a routine. Um, yeah, but, yeah, it's the dig situation, I think, is important. And just go and have fun. Just enjoy it. What's your favourite city that you've been to? Edinburgh. Edinburgh. I Why? loved Edinburgh. Um, I just, I just think it, I felt really welcome there. Um, I felt very safe there. Um, I love the theatre there. Um, we were there over Christmas with Wicked, and we were there for about a month. Oh, and amazing! It was just stunning. It was stunning, yeah. and it was everyone was all happy, and it was lovely. Yeah, I loved it. There's so much to do and see there. But now that you're back in London, um, it was just announced last mm -hmm. week that you'll be joining the Western cast of Prince of Egypt yes, starting so in 2020. Yeah. So ah. Congratulations! Thank you. <laughs> um, what can you tell us about that? Um, well, um, I know that there's 10 new songs um, that Stephen Schwartz have written. I was saying to you just before that I was like on the phone to my dad a few months ago and I haven't got a job and then two minutes, then the next minute I know I'm 
singing opposite Stephen Schwartz. It's crazy. Um, but there is, yeah, there's 10 new songs in it and they are stunning. Um, we've seen a few um, pictures of the set and uh, the costumes and I think it's going to be really epic and special and I'm really excited, Amazing. really excited. We've workshop a few songs um, and it just down, oh, the cast, the, we, we only workshopped for two weeks and the cast are so lovely, so kind. It feels like a real family and I'm really, really excited to start. Uh, yeah, really excited. Amazing. I'm excited for you. Yeah. This is going to be a great project. And I yeah. feel like it's such a fan favorite, the story. So, I mean, yeah, it's you're a classic story, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. Everyone, everyone pretty much knows it. How long before a show opens do rehearsals usually begin? Well, usually if it's a show that's up and running, it'll be um, about four weeks rehearsals. And then you go into tech. Um, each show is slightly different. For her, we had three weeks and then we had a week of tech. That was quite intense. But for this show, I think it's five weeks rehearsal and then we'll probably have a month of tech because it's new. Um, so that'll be nice to not stress as much. Oh, but, um, I'm sure things will chop and change, but at least we've got a nice little lengthy time. Definitely. Yeah. And you're back in London, I guess. That's that's in also London. interesting interesting yes. dynamic for you. Yes. I'm, well, I'm based in London, so I'm I'm home home now, which is lovely. So I get to see my family, my friends, and settle back into yeah, your routine. Yeah, completely. And you know, um, it's a, a nice opportunity to save. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm excited. And it's really good actually to know technical things like that because as I mentioned before, as a spectator, I just go see the show and I'm like, oh, they've been working on this for, or rehearsing this for years. They're yes, professionals. Yeah. But no, it's actually you it's, know, it four is, weeks. You know, so I've got a brain like a sieve and I was a, um, a swing in Wicked and I'm a swing on um, in Prince of Egypt as well. And I was like, I don't know how I did it. I really don't because I, you know, but somehow you do because you love it exactly. and you have to work hard for it. So it, it, it just happens. So how many tracks are you going to cover? Um, I think I cover four ensemble and then two parts. Oh, wow. So I've got my hands quite full. <laughs> so what's your approach when, when being a swing, like learning the different tracks? Um, I, I learn visually. Um, I do write things down, but I need to if sometimes we're allowed to record things then I, then I would do that um, other than that I'd be drawing diagrams and you know X's and this person goes there and da 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 and we have everyone, we all call it the swing bible that's just like that big and it's mad it's crazy it's yeah. absolutely mad I felt like a, I, a new, I was going to school so I was like I've got to get a new folder I've got to get new pens and pencils <laughs> I've actually I've spoken with quite a few swings um, yeah so and it's so like mad how you guys like memorize everything because I'm like oh my god it's like six different roles yeah, it's crazy. how do you yeah but once you've done it you're like yeah. oh I've done it yeah you can do it and you know it's it's a relief and I guess what are you looking forward to the most going into 2020 we're nearly there uh, Prince of Egypt yeah <laughs> no I'm, I'm really excited um it's a, it's a nice little chapter um I've always wanted to do West End and since college I haven't and it's been a long slog but 12 years down the line and you know that little dream is going to be ticked and Amazing. so I'm excited but think of all the lessons that you've picked up absolutely. along the way absolutely it's been a, a massive learning curve and you know th there are times when you're like oh why am I doing this and you know but it's yeah I think this is going to be worth it yeah. I really hope so it's going to be beautiful yeah. but what keeps you motivated um 
well, I can't sit still for two seconds. If you want to go and do something, you've got to go and do it. So that's what I wanted to do. So, you know, there's going to be obstacles in the way, but if that is really what you want to do, then you have to go and fight for it. Exactly. Yeah. No one's going to do it for you. Exactly, yeah. Yeah. And I guess lastly, like looking back at your career so far, is there one lesson or piece of advice that you wish you would have known before starting this? Um, I think what we don't get taught in college, some people are really lucky and they go from job after job after job and some people aren't. And I think it's important to keep your mind focused and, um, you know, there's always something to do in between those jobs because it's hard when you're not working and you're like what should I do what should I do um I would have maybe have done another course in something you know um but just keeping your energy and your spirits up and um you know your your self-belief can go when you get loads of knockbacks and your doubts and you know you're looking on the internet and you're judging yourself with uh, to other people and you can't help it um but you've got to stay focused keep your eye on the ball and you know stay positive easy said than done but you know stay that positive person that you are and like I said before if it's something that you want then you've got to work hard but the in-between jobs you've still got to be you know switched on keep on um doing your craft keep on keep on going to those dance lessons keep on going to those singing lessons getting yourself out there because you don't know who you're going to meet as well Well, on that note, we've gone on to random section. Oh, oh. Has nothing to do with anything. Okay. It's just a bunch of random questions. Okay. Okay. So, (laughs) if you had a jukebox musical about your life... Oh, God. (laughs) Which artist's music would you like to use? Oh, my... What a great question. So, it would probably be a bit of, like, Adele, and then maybe a Sam Smith number, and then a Shoshana Bean number, and and then a Michael Jackson a bit of Michael Jackson I love Jennifer Hudson so she'd have to her, her, she would she'd have, have to, to contribute yeah. yeah and then I love Celine Dion and Babs and then I'd probably have to have a bit of Splash of Garage so a completely yeah. mishmash of, of songs um, oh god but I don't know any specific songs but I'm going to have to go home and really think about that I'll email you later Please to be like do. I found loads of songs definitely um, um, what's your favourite song? to sing or listen to? Um, to sing um, I love I'm Here from The Colour Purple. I love it. I love singing it. Television Guilty Pleasure. Well, I don't really watch it. Oh, I love a Netflix series. I love a good Netflix yes. series. Um, so I love, like, um, California. Kate. I don't know if you've seen that. Californication, um, Orange is the New Black. Um, I'm watching Power at the moment. Amazing. Um, but I watched one, one series, one episode, sorry. And... Um, I was like, I can't watch it. I, Gemma Collins. I just, Ooh, I couldn't believe okay. what I was watching. But I couldn't turn it off. I was like, what am I watching? This is awful, but hilarious at the same time. But I don't watch Love Island, so maybe that balances it out. I don't know. I don't watch it either. You don't, so. Do you watch Love Island? <laughs> no, 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 no. No, I don't. What's the most courageous thing that you've ever done? I climbed Kilimanjaro. Did you? Yes. What's the backstory for that? Um, well an ex mentioned it years ago and then I did Wicked with my friend Harrison and I can't I think we were just talking about it we were like shall we do it we were like okay and we did it for charity we did it for MS Society and um, we had one week off and we decided to climb a mountain 
and it was the most hardest thing I've ever done in my life. How long did you have to train for that? Well, you don't. You don't have to. Well, you, you do and you don't. You know, you've got to be able to walk up a hill for quite a long time, but it's the altitude. Um, the altitude hits you like a ton of bricks, and I really struggled with it. Harrison took some tablets, but I didn't. He managed to get to the top, and I had like 150 yards or something. It was something crazy that would have taken me hours. And that sounds crazy as well, but um, I just couldn't, I couldn't breathe. So I had to come down. Well, well done for surviving that. <laughs> Thank you. I lost both my toenails when I came oh back. God. I had um, wind heat, whatever it is, what it's called. Yeah. I was burnt. I had blisters on my nose and my, oh, it was just, it wasn't, yeah. But it's for charity. It was so. for charity. We raised, lo- we raised loads of money. Good so. karma points came your way. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Okay, recipe recommendation. Me and my brother always cook, well, we don't always cook, but when we're like, oh, yeah, I've had to be a chicken or something, we have chicken, soy sauce, ginger, and I think you put something else in. It's just so nice with some nice brown rice, a bit of veg on the side. Uh, but I love, like, um, trying to make protein balls and things like that. I'm more, I like experimenting. But, Perfection. Yeah, I'm not an amazing cook. I like to think I am, but I'm not. I'm, I'm just an easy, quick, yeah keeping it real bit yeah. of salmon fish there we are chuck it in the oven let's hope it, it tastes nice hopefully the best yeah awesome um if you could only listen to one cast recording for the rest of your days which one would it be and why can i say three yes okay so um i love listening to, to taboo um i love listening to the last five years and i love listening to um dogfight those well they are what i've been listening to recently and I love them, and I've just been playing them over and over and over again. But then I do like the colour purple, and oh my god, this is so many. <laughs> do a mixtape. Um, yeah, maybe we can do that. Yeah. But I haven't listened to Taboo for ages. We did it at college, and then um, there's a few songs that I like, like from there. And I was like, oh, I just put them on, and then I was just listening to the album. I, I love it. I love. I think well, hair would be yeah. one of mine. I should have said hair, really, shouldn't I? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so for me, it would be hair. The Book of Mormon. Yes. I think. It would yeah, just yeah, crack yeah. me up. What else would I do? I don't even know, like, maybe Waitress now that I love the yeah. music, maybe. It depends what mood you're in as well. Yeah, exactly. You know? yeah. If I'm feeling sad, then I might be like, oh God, feeling sorry for myself, be like, the last five years, something. <laughs> um, okay, if you could have any other job in theatre besides performing, what would you want to do? I'd love to be involved in the costume designs. I just wish I had that creative mind to, you know what to design for this person and what would suit that person mm. and you know, I'd, I'd love I'd love to be involved in that I'm not good at it but I'd like to be um, if you could travel back in time what period would you go to? Oh, 60s yeah yeah 60s I'd love to um, and lastly where do you hope to be five years from now on this day? ooh let's um, put it out there it's like aspirations okay, okay. I would still love to be doing what I'm doing. I'd still love to be um, doing shows. Um, I would love to have a family and just be successful. I'd like to be. I'd like to be well known for what I do and be asked to do shows and travel a bit. I would have come back and travelled and still doing what I love. I, I'm a bit of a workaholic and I love doing it. Um, yeah, and just inspiring people. You know, that's what I. Yeah. So yeah, maybe this time in five years' time, I'll still be in a show playing a lead. So that'll be great. <laughs> Please, thank you, Prince of Egypt, twenty twenty five. Awesome. Well, on that note, thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you for having me. 
If you enjoyed this episode, then please consider giving us a rate and review. This would help me tremendously in reaching more theater fans and also getting more guests on this show. And I would love to hear your thoughts on this episode. You know, I'm always just one message away on Instagram and you can find me at Goodversations. So let's get to know each other. Thank you again so much for listening and I'll talk to you again next Monday. Bye.